the book of Daniel chapter 6 from verse 17 so the king ordered Daniel to be brought and cast into the lion's den to Daniel he said may your God whom you serve so constantly save you verse 19 then the king returned to his palace for the night he refused to eat and he dismissed the entertainers since sleep was impossible for him the king rose very early the next morning and hastened to the lion's den as he drew near he cried out to daniel sorrowfully o daniel servant of the living god has a god whom you serve so constantly been able to save you from the lions daniel answered the king o king live forever my god has sent his angel and closed the lion's mouths so that they have not hurt me i have been found innocent before him neither to you have i done any harm o king this gave the king great joy at his order daniel was removed from the den and hurt because he trusted in his god the king then ordered the men who accused daniel along with their children and their wives to be cast into the lion's den before they reached the bottom of the den the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones the king darius wrote to the nations and peoples of every language wherever they dwell on the earth all peace to you i decree that throughout my royal domain the god of daniel is to be revered and feared he is the living god enduring forever his kingdom shall not be destroyed his dominion shall be without end he is a deliverer and a savior working signs and wonders in heaven and on earth and he delivered daniel from the lion's power so daniel fared well during the reign of darius and the reign of cyrus the persian let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we bless you we honor you we worship you we enthrone you we glorify your holy name thank you lord thank you jesus thank you father we welcome your presence in our midst and in our hearts as we seek to reflect on your word lord teach us something new speak to our hearts speak to our lives speak to our circumstances lord and help us to trust you more like daniel trusted you help us lord to fix our eyes on you irrespective of the lions that would surround us or are surrounding us lord jesus we believe you are the lion of judah and it would never have been known to be true until daniel was to was put in the lion's den and we know that your presence was there as the lion of judah who daniel worshipped and prayed to continuously and constantly help us to have a close relationship with you lord and to always seek your presence to be with us every day of our lives in jesus name we pray amen praise god so we are just reading the book of daniel chapter 6 is a story of daniel being put in the lion's den he did not do anything wrong but it is a circumstance that just found him and as the bible records if you read from verse 1 to verse 29 the whole story is written and we read that verse 4 the bible says that daniel outshone all the supervisors and satraps because he had an extraordinary spirit with him and 
also that he was trustworthy he had no fault and no misconduct so when the accusers were looking for something to hold against him they could not find and that is why they came to realize verse 6 they said we shall find no grounds for accusation against this daniel unless by way of the law of his god so they went and they wrote down a prohibition which they ought to put in force verse 8 by a royal decree that no one is to address any petition to god or man for 30 days except to you o king otherwise he shall be cast into the den of lions they wrote it and they forced uh, they forced the king to sign it and he did not know that it was a conspiracy against daniel so he signed it and when he did then they went to daniel's uh, home and they caught him while he was in prayer verse 11 even when after daniel heard that this law had been signed he continued his custom of going home to kneel in prayer and give thanks to his god in the upper chamber three times a day with the windows open towards jerusalem so these men rushed in and found daniel praying and pleading before his god then they went to remind the king that um daniel needs to to be put in the lion's den so uh the king verse 15 the king was deeply grieved at this news and he made up his mind to save daniel he worked till sunset to rescue him anyway it didn't happen because they told him it cannot happen that a royal prohibition or decree is irrevocable so he had to uh, order daniel to be cast in the lion's den and that is why we read that he told daniel may the god you serve constantly uh, protect you and as daniel was put in the lion's den the most interesting thing is that the king who apparently signed this decree that he was helpless to change and at the hands of the merciless accusers who had a plan not just against um it was not to benefit the king definitely we know now it was against daniel who was a servant of god and they forced him to sign it so he signed it but now we know we have the lion of judah is jesus the son of the living god and we know that from the story of daniel that his faithfulness in the life of in his spiritual life revealed god's faithfulness at the point of his need he trusted god he was confident even when he was put in the lion's den he did not resist he did not um, beg for mercy from his accusers he was not afraid but he trusted in the god that he knew very well because he was in prayer all through and even if that decree was put in place daniel did not do in accordance with the decree why because he knew that the law of god is above the law of the land because god is the one who created us so he rules us he is our god so that is not just a servanthood spirit but it is coming from someone who has a relationship with god who knows god who sought god before and knows this god very well because many times there are laws you know laws from the land laws of the land that come into effect in the land the nations that we live in that are not divine law and we might 
uh, we might find ourselves accepting them just because probably we find ourselves in this particular land just like Daniel but Daniel chose the law of God the divine law that God is to be feared to be worshiped and we have to pray we can't just stay without prayer i mean so Daniel continued with prayer and no matter what happened because the point came when he was arrested and though they were looking forward to putting him in the den and whatever else they were expecting it could not happen as they had expected why because Daniel is a servant of God probably they did not really understand this God of Daniel and I really thank God today because the faithfulness the faithfulness of God was revealed to us and is revealed till today we are talking about the God of Daniel and this faithfulness has come as a result of someone who decided and who chose not to be silenced by the law of the land not to be silenced by his accusers and not to be silenced for fear or dread of the evil that was happening in the land that he was living in remember they were they were in captivity they were in captivity <clears throat> so it did not matter what matter is is that god is still god he is always in charge always in control and he comes on time now the god of daniel is just awesome look at this verse 23 my god has sent his angel and close the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me, Daniel said, for I have been found innocent before him. Neither to you have I done any harm, O king. This gave the king great joy. And then he said, uh, at his order, Daniel was removed from the den and heart because he trusted in his God. These are the seasons, these are the days to place our trust in God. If you know a God and you know a true God, if you know Jesus Christ is the living God, that he died and rose again, he's not dead, that we serve a living God, then we have to trust in him. Because as the psalmist said, that some may trust in horses, some may trust in chariots, but who will you trust? I will trust in the name of the Lord. We will trust in the name of the Lord. The Lord Jesus Christ is alive. The Lord Jesus Christ came to us so that we may see him, know him, and place our trust in him. And no better time like these days that we are in and probably the days to come that Daniel found himself in a situation that he did not predict, he did not imagine would happen. Probably he had never imagined, it had never been heard. Remember, this is the only story we know of a, of a Daniel being put in the lion's den, someone who feared God, a servant of God. However, we did not know that this was coming. Daniel was a servant of God, an Israelite. So it is not going to be the accusers getting other of those that they are in the same caliber but it's gonna be the servants of god who will be going through this kind of a scenario because it is a and a, a conspiracy an evil conspiracy but what does that tell? it tells you that god has the power and the ability and the capability to glorify himself in any situation and every circumstance that comes in our lives into our lives 
and detected that which we can see, that which we cannot see. We shall not bow down. We shall not be intimidated. Fear shall not creep into our hearts and cause us to look back or stay back or desire to give up. We shall hold on to the cross of Jesus and move forward because Jesus is alive. Where else can we go to? Who else can we hold on to? What else can we hold on to other than the Lord Jesus? He resurrected for a reason so that we may live knowing that he is alive. He promised that I will not leave you orphans. I am coming to you. He is coming to us every moment. The other day we talked about the Lord of hosts is with us in the fire and he's going to be in the fire that we get into. He was in the fire when Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego were put in the fire. So what does that tell you? It tells you we have to go through some of these challenges and tempting seasons of our lives. But the challenge is, do we trust in God enough? Do we trust in God enough to look up to him, to fix our eyes on him? Do we trust in God enough that no matter what comes our way, we are not going to deny Jesus, that we are not going to deny Jesus and disown him and take a different path? Do we trust that Jesus is alive, that he died for us, that no no matter what comes our way, we are going to choose him, that we are going to choose rather to be put in the lion's den than to choose a different kind of God. Do we do we have that 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 audacity to boldly and faithfully and willingly and boldly accept, declare and and, and leave it? that we are the lords that are jesus is so we are not going to look back the world is not our home that nothing in this world should be so appetizing and appealing to us to cause us to deny the heavenly journey to cause us to deny our eternal home with the lord because remember it begins here it could be a testing season in our lives but even if it's a testing season, we have to pass the test here. What is this test? The test is how much are we going to reveal and to show that we trust God, that we trust the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not a physical battle. It is a spiritual war that we are, we are having to choose every day to believe, to declare, to decree, and to fix our eyes on Jesus and to believe that Jesus is alive. So if you believe Jesus is alive for you, then you you have to live it out. If I believe Jesus is alive for me, then I have to live it out every day that no matter what confronts me, I have to look up to him. I have to call on his name. I have to fix my gaze on him. I have to embrace the cross of Jesus and declare that the Lord that I know is alive and he is our Lord Jesus Christ. And nothing shall, shall interfere with that kind of perception because we know that we have been bought by a price. And this price is connected and it is the blood of Jesus. So how can I deny my Jesus who created me, who died for me just because of something temporary? You know, if we live, we live for Jesus. That's what St. Paul said. If we die, then we die for Jesus. And you see, it wasn't time for Daniel to die. It was a moment for God to glorify himself. Like we know of the story of the three Hebrew teenagers, it was not a moment for them to die. And they were not even afraid of death, you know, because they knew the Lord, the God of Abraham, Jacob, and Isaac. They had been taught. They knew about God of Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob. So we need to teach our children too, so that they may also grow knowing the God 
that we serve, the God that we believe in, so they may come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ as the true God, as the only God, as the true God and the only God that we have to serve and to live for and to die for so that we can live with him forevermore, that nothing is going to distract us from this concept so that we get to choose anything, any other God, or so that we bow down to other forms of worldliness and reject the Lord. So we shall not reject the Lord because we know the accusers of Daniel, like what we just read, the minute they were cast into the lion's den, but the Bible says that verse 25, before they reached the bottom of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. Lord have mercy. So the truth that the word of God is revealing to us is the decree that the King Darius wrote is, I decree that throughout my royal domain, the God of Daniel is to be revered and feared. It is not just a decree. It is a divine principle that we have to adopt every day. If we are to experience victory in our lives, if we, are, we have to experience victory in our minds and in every every area of our life, our, our relationships, and if we have to see the Lord one day, he is the living God, enduring forever. His kingdom shall not be destroyed by anything. He created everything in this world. Even the lions were created by Jesus. So how would, not, would they not know Jesus in Daniel? Because the Bible says that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So the Lord Jesus Christ, who was living in Daniel, you know, was visible to the lions. Because he created the lions too. And how? Can they not bow to the king of kings? He's got a name that is above every other name. His dominion shall be without an end. He is a deliverer and a savior. We have to believe that the Lord will deliver us no matter what comes against us, no matter what we face, no matter what he said, no matter what the news is, that the Lord will deliver us. He is faithful to the end. He will deliver us. If Jesus decided those days to leave his holy throne to come and die for us, then why would he not come to save us when we are going through crashing and tough moments in our lives? We know that he is close to the brokenhearted and we have definitely experienced him at some moments in our lives when we are going through some form of brokenness. So why would he not save us when we are the verge of breaking down, when we are the verge at the brink of being crushed by circumstances surrounding us? He is faithful. He will always come. And he works signs and wonders in heaven and on earth. He delivered Daniel from the lion's den and he will deliver you and me from whatever lion's den we might find ourselves, from whatever lion's den we find ourselves either today or tomorrow or the future. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I honor you, I praise you, I bless you, I enthrone you, I glorify your holy name. Lord, we wish to acknowledge that we shall place our trust in you, that no matter what comes against us, no matter what comes our way, no matter what comes to crush us, no matter what conspiracy that has been done against us, no matter what accusations that would come against us, like in the life of Daniel, we shall truly place our trust in you. Help us, Lord 
Lord, to have a, a steadfast spirit, a steadfast heart, Lord, to seek you every moment of our lives and to obey your divine law above, over and above every law of the land or the law that would try to oppress us or even to separate us from your presence. We can never be separated because we belong to you. You created us for yourself, Jesus. You created us to live for you, to serve you. And you came and died for us and you said that you have gone to prepare a place for us so that when you have finished, you will come and get us. Thank you for reminding us, Lord, that as you talk to the Father in John chapter 17 and you said that you are asking the Father to protect us because you said that I do not ask you to remove them from this world but protect them from the evil one. Lord, we pray that you may have mercy on us on the moments of our lives that we have failed to trust you enough and we have found ourselves losing the confidence that we need to come before your throne of grace and mercy. Help us to trust in you in every situation. Help us to hold on to you, Jesus, and to believe that it doesn't matter what comes against us. It doesn't matter the multitude that comes against us. It doesn't matter what is done behind the scenes. It doesn't matter what the enemy plans against us. What matters is that you dwell in us, Jesus. For you said, greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. And as long as your word is alive and your word is truth, Lord, we believe this word will take effect in our lives in your own time. So we choose to trust you here and now. We choose to trust you, Lord Jesus. We choose to trust that you will see us through. We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord, for who you are. We praise you, bless you, we honor you. It is in Jesus' mighty name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Now, this is part two of uh, the continuation of the story of Daniel. Daniel was in the lion's den and he did not choose to be there. He only did what he was meant to do and that was to trust God, to pray constantly and before this moment came, we know he was living a life of penance uh, and sacrifice and because of a conspiracy, his accusers happened to put him in the pit by a decree that they wrote and they forced the king to sign it without knowing that they had targeted this servant of God. Now, we are going to uh, look at the lessons that we learn from this story of Daniel. And this is from Daniel chapter 6, from verse 1 to verse 29. And one of the greatest major lessons we learn is that uh, Daniel had a life that the Bible records as verse 4 he outshone all the supervisors and satraps because of an extraordinary spirit was in him and that tells us that he is his relationship so one thing is one thing we come to know is that his relationship with God was the foundation of who he was and because of this intimate relationship with the Lord, the life of Daniel was very exceptional and it was seen even those who were around him. However, 
when they were trying to look at a fault or a wrong so they can catch him they couldn't so they decided to do it they said by way of the law of his god however it worked for his own good and for the greater glory of god so it is a joy to know that moments in our lives when we might find ourselves subjected to a situation like this god will always fight for his namesake and we know he did because he came out of the lion's den hole and those who had put him there were put in with their wives and their children and they did not even get to the bottom of the pit the bible records before they reached the bottom of the den the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones praise god so we know now that the life of daniel was founded on the relationship with god let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we thank you we bless you and we honor you as we seek to learn a new thing as we seek to reflect on your word lord as we look at the life of daniel we pray that you may help us with your holy spirit so that we may grasp something new teach us something new jesus something that is going to help us to trust you more and to fix our eyes on you and so that our lives and every day of our lives we may be drawn to you more than anything in jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen so as we continue now we just talked about his intimate relationship with god how do you know how intimate it was because even after the decree was set and they said that nobody should pray to their god other than uh, the king that in that days uh, daniel did not stop praying so he obeyed the divine law because he knew who god was if we have an intimate relationship with god then that means the divine law of god is going to take precedence over any other law in the land and this is how the lord distinguishes those that are his own and those that are not because our life we owe him everything we owe him everything so just because uh, because it has been said that now you can't worship your god you have to worship this little g god we can't just decide to do it to be protected in the land or to be uh, so that we we do not face the consequences but we have to have the audacity just like daniel to obey the divine law we know it is the same with the story of the three hebrew teenagers who were put in the fire because they refused to worship an image an image that was made by king nebuchadnezzar and sometimes when you think about it it is very interesting that if that relationship with god was not there was not their foundation in their life then it would not be possible for them not to bow down to an image 
So it is crucial that in the new covenant relationship, the new life with Jesus, the new calling of Jesus, the new covenant relationship that the Lord has brought us into by the power of the blood that he paid as a ransom when he died on the cross requires us to have to follow Jesus radically. And that means not bowing to any other gods. That means obeying the divine law over and above any other laws set by anyone or governed by anyone. This is how the Lord protects his very own. We know that he protected the Hebrew teenagers and now he has protected Daniel. He came to rescue them. But when we choose to change and and to, when we choose to renounce, renounce, the power of God, renounce the divine or renounce who we are and choose to bow down to the G-gods, then we are going to suffer the consequences because we are going to lose everything that we had, the inheritance that we had in the kingdom of God, the eternity that we desire to spend with the king. You see, we are not citizens of this world. Our citizenship is in heaven. So let us be uh, protect our citizenship. Let us protect our inheritance by obeying the divine law over and above any other law that might be established or come into effect in our lives or wherever we are because God is everything and we need him. We need him. Christ is all in all. So we need to be in that covenant relationship. This is where we are covered by the blood of Jesus. This is where the blood speaks a better word for us than the blood of Abel. This is where the blood of Jesus protects us. This is where Abba Father looks at us and sees his son because Jesus died for us. So when we come out of this covenant relationship, that means we have lost all the protection. That means we have lost literally everything. We cannot even call God our father anymore because we have been we have just renounced the death of Jesus on the cross. We have just renounced and rejected the power of the precious blood of Jesus upon our lives. We have rejected the covenant of God in our lives. Daniel was a true servant of God. He decided that no matter what happens, I am sure he wasn't shaken. So even when he was put in the in the den of lions, he wasn't shaken. He was just convinced that the God I know, the God I serve will protect me. We have to get to a point where we have a deep relationship with God so that we, you and I, can know who is my God. What is it that my God can do for me? What is it that my God has done for me? So that when we journey with the Lord like this, then we'll be protected from making decisions and getting into situations that we do not know how to come out because we did not really know that God was with us before we got into that situation. So we will not be deceived because deception is what comes if we don't know the truth of the word of God. We need to familiarize ourselves with the truth of who Jesus is and who you and I are in Christ. Who we are in Christ. If we do not know the truth, the truth that we are his and the truth that Jesus died for us, then that deception will come and we'll be deceived to imagine that actually we don't belong to him. So, like in the life of Daniel, we just have to be focused and start seeking God and have a relationship with him. And then the other that thing is that Daniel, Daniel was not concerned with his accusers. You know, this man came and he was praying in his room 
after the decree was put, verse 11 says, even after Daniel heard that this law had been signed, he continued his custom of going home to kneel in prayer and give thanks to his God in the upper chamber three times a day with the windows open towards Jerusalem. So these men rushed in and found Daniel praying and pleading before his God. Then they went to remind the king about the prohibition. So uh, Daniel did not really uh, get distracted to stop focusing on God or to stop trusting in God and start fighting his accusers. What am I saying? I'm saying being subjected into a situation like this, it is possible that uh, sometimes we might get distracted from the main focus, which is supposed to be Jesus. To fix our eyes on Jesus means not to be moved because that is how our protection comes. But the minute we change our perception and we start looking at them who are persecuting us or them who are coming against us, then definitely we are going to react in a human way. We are going to fight, to have to fight our own battle. And I can only imagine uh, if Daniel would have been like that, then maybe it would have been written that he fought them, maybe overpowered them, or he hit them, or something like that. But Daniel did not. He was as calm as a dove because he knew that this is not going to be a physical battle that this is going to be spiritual and the Lord will fight for him. May the Lord help us that we may grow to a point that when we see physical things happening in our lives or around us, that we may decode that actually we don't need to go the physical way, that we need to seek him and trust him through everything. There are situations that will come, that we will be subjected to going through so much struggle, so much pain, but that is a moment to trust God. It is easy to say to trust God before, but it is not easy to do so while in the thing. That is why we have to remind ourselves every time before these things come, before it gets to that point, so that we can remember when it gets to that point that what we need to do, this one we can't fight physically. We just have to pray and trust God to go through it with God. He will rescue us. You see, we have to trust that the same, same God who rescued Daniel, the same, same God who rescued Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego in these foreign lands, he's the same God that we know, the God of Daniel, Jacob, Isaac. That is the Lord who is coming to rescue us. Jesus already died for us. Now, this was the Old Testament. Jesus has come in the New Testament. He has been born and lived on earth and died for us. So the more we have to have more trust in him, knowing that he understands everything and he knows everything. But because of human wickedness, then there are circumstances that come and situations and the world changes. And those who believe in God, those who trust in the living God, might be subjected to circumstances and situations like what you see these Hebrew teenagers and Daniel was going through. But that is the moment that we have to fix our eyes on Jesus because it is a, a very tough situation, but we cannot just reject God. We cannot just renounce God. We cannot just look back and forget that the far we have come, it has been God all the time. It has been Jesus. It was the death of Jesus. And that is why we are alive today. And if Jesus died, then we have to live. However, it's going to end. We do not know. But the conviction is 
that definitely the Lord will save us. He saved us once, so he will always save us in every situation that comes to us that seems to be impossible in our eyes. There is nothing that is impossible in the eyes of God. There is nothing that is going to be impossible for him, but we have to choose to trust him. This is another way that the kingdom of God will be established because once some like in the life of Daniel after he went through that and he came out of the the lions den alive then the king put a decree that only the god of Daniel will be worshiped so this is how the kingdom of god is established we might not understand sometimes how things take a different turn but god knows everything he knows and he is aware of everything so if Daniel would have renounced God or chosen not to continue with his prayer which was actually a trap then that means he would not uh, have been found in the in the lion's den and then this decree would not have been made but you see he, our Jesus is a living God we know that so if for Jesus to be worshiped and to be known here on earth we might have those who are for him those who believe in him or follow him have to be subjected to some moments or some struggles or some sufferings just like in the life of Daniel or maybe the Hebrew teenagers then that means is a journey of trust and that is a new covenant relationship Jesus is not coming back to die again on earth but we have to live so that his power can be manifested and that is how he's going to reveal who he is that he is a living god he is a true god even to those who have denied him who have refused to acknowledge him and that is how his kingdom will be established so i pray that the lord will help us to be able to trust him in this new covenant relationship so that his power his presence and his kingdom may be established and manifested in the best no the best way in the best way he knows how let us pray father in the mighty name of jesus we thank you we bless you we honor you we praise you we worship you lord jesus we will come the power of your presence in our hearts help us lord each day and each moment of our lives that we may grow in trust in trusting you today more than yesterday that in whatever struggles and sufferings that will come our way or we are already in the lord by your grace we shall trust that you are still the great i am you are able to save us and to rescue us from all these struggles in your own time and in your own in your own way you never left daniel alone in the lion's den because you are the lion of judah who is greater in us than he who is in the world and if lord you have chosen to manifest your power through those that you have called to be your own then we shall say in the words of mary who said these words when the angel appeared behold we are the handmaid of the lord let it be done to us according to your word whatever it is that lord you have chosen to do in the life of daniel would not have been known to a man before but you revealed your power and you revealed that you are the living god so that 
every kingdom has to know that you are deliverer and a savior, that you are the only one to be worshipped and feared and revered. Lord, let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom be established. We surrender ourselves to you. However you choose to do it, Lord, let it be done in accordance with your will and your purpose. Thank you, Jesus, and we bless you. We enthrone you and we glorify you. It is in Jesus' mighty name with thanksgiving we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.